That's right, everybody. Fantasy football week is underway. We're getting it started. Week one's in the books. Week two's coming at you tonight. Or tomorrow or Sunday or whenever you listen to this. Or maybe it was yesterday. Who knows? Who cares? We're back in the saddle, baby. Sausage Hut Radio Network's flying high. And that can only mean one thing. Your favorite football theme song is right here, everybody. And if you've got a football theme song, you've got the Mishy in the house, everybody. What's going on, Mishy? Welcome back for another year of football. Uh, Mr. Kilbasa, I'll tell you what. We had a roundtable last week. The flying one was on. Um, um, Diablo Toto was on. Java at Diablo. And uh, we got a no-show from Champ Hex, and our fantasy league is underway and happening. I hope everyone listening is, is just continues with the excitement. Time flies the older you get. And most of us are pretty old if we're playing fantasy football and not out there doing frisbee and such. So what I mean to tell you is, week one in the National Football League, fantasy football was completely remarkable. I have a question, America. I have a question for you, Mr. Kilbasa, right now. Yeah. There were a handful of teams, a handful of games, a handful of fantasy names. Try saying that I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to give you a football minute right here before we get started, Mitchie. Here we go. Week four for the football minute. Week two for college NFL kickoff week. Stream your defenses against the Dolphins. Now your Turner Field Panthers are going first this year because they topped off Rocky Top in week one, and they burned firm in week two. They're 2-0. and Look out downtown. Your Midtown Ramblin' Rec played musical quarterbacks to take the Bulls by the horn. Your Athens County Bulldogs had a scrimmage against the Community College this week, and they'll dine bond. Cupcake again next week. Your third place Atlanta United set piece back from international break. Saturday, the playoff pushes on. Your Magic City Dirty Birds got sent halfway to Valhalla by the Minnesota Scandinavians. Let's hope it won't be a long year for them. Sheesh, turn out the lights in Miami and call SeaWorld because the Dolphins are tanking. The Ohio State Buckeyes won a battle of I-71. Roll Tide won a battle of I-20, kinda. The Jotes, the Jets choked on a fourth quarter lead. The Redskins choked on a fourth quarter lead. The Bengals choked on a fourth quarter lead. The Lions choked on a fourth quarter lead. Mark Aram's New York football giants and America's team. Cleveland Browns both had great opening drives and then spread their faces across the asphalt. But let's not jump to conclusions. And tonight, Rocky Horror Late Night Double Feature Picture Show was Breeze versus Deshaun first, then Chucky versus Flacco on the MNFs. And that's your fantasy, no, your football week for week one. That's enough of that. Let's get right back into our favorite, favorite Mishy theme song. And now Mishy's here with his cleaned up drum track that sounds even better than it did last week, everybody. Mishy, well, you were going to ask me a question. Let's do it. Mr. Kibasa, if the intern pressed the edit button, I will completely understand. America, week two, National Football League. Week two, fantasy football. Is everyone having fun yet? Boy, did I have some fun. And there were some shakes, some baits, some complete surprises. And there were also some teams stuck in preseason mode, which is going to be the bane of our existence moving forward in fantasy football. Mr. Kilbasa, you made a reference to the Dirty Birds last year playing the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I have the Falcons on a list of teams that are still playing preseason football. Yes, indeed. Meaning, they're just not ready yet. And I, fantasy football-wise, you lost week one if you had Matt Ryan on your squad. You lost, and you listened to Michigan, by the way. You lost if you had the running back Freeman on your team and didn't listen to Michigan. You say avoid him like, like nobody's business. 
you had a decent game from a couple guys. But all in all, Minnesota's defense was well ahead of Atlanta's offense. How long, Mr. Kilbasa, America, let's just stay with the Atlanta Falcons right now because we have friends and stuff like that. But the Atlanta Falcons, the Cleveland Browns, um, the Tampa Bay team, the Pittsburgh team, the Jets, they're supposedly a little bit better than this. And there's a couple other teams that didn't show up, per se, in week one. How long is it going to take for these teams, these professional football players, these guys who our fantasy football season is riding on, how long is it going to take for them to get in, in regular season mode, do you think, say, the Atlanta Falcons? What do you say, Mr. Kibasa? I say they better figure it out fast. It's funny how everybody's excited for week one, and then all of a sudden if you lose, week two is automatically – a must win <laughs> or you're done uh, because Julian someone throws Groom? out a stat about, oh, the only, what is it, 10% of teams that go 0-2. 0-2 oh, teams, oh, teams that make the playoff. Yeah. You know what? Good. I think in my opinion right now, um, that is an older stat applied to a different criteria and a different set of circumstances. That stat was applied to when everyone played week three. All the starters, everyone was playing in week two. They played a little bit in week one. In in the modern game, in modern times, the analytics say, I don't want my guys hurt. We'll work it out. And the 0-2 is not what it used to be. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I believe that. Football, in fantasy football, 0-2, and you might as well just knuckle down. Because I know plenty of people who give up. You know, I was on a phone call with one person in our league, the PSL paid. I was, uh, it's an open league on NFL.com. Anyone wants to jump in and say anything. But um, one of the guys was just like, look, I've, I've lost four out of my first five games. I got nothing. And it is so early for me to be this kind of cheerleader, Mr. Einstein, Mr. Kilbasa, America, my friends over there in Norway. It's so early to say this. But get on a waiver wire. Learn. Do not be afraid to say, uh, all right, I got Miles Sanders sitting on my bench and I want some other kid right now. Stick with Miles Sanders in Philadelphia. Stick with some of your guns. It's early. The Atlanta Falcons. Um, stick stick with it. Watch. If you got an option to Matt Ryan, I don't know who it's going to be. But there are some names, for instance, in week one that were complete surprises in contrast to the teams that we're talking about being complete duds. Did you know? Mr. Kilbasa, that in most league scoring, Marcus Mariota was at 30 points, 30 fantasy points. What in the world does that mean? That means that what you think you know coming out of week one may or may not be the case. So there's some very smart people sitting in a cubicle somewhere chuckling right now. They said, ah, I got Lamar Jackson. I got 42 points. Week number one. Yeah. Okay, great. Great. Dak Prescott, 41 points. Who would have thunk it? And Aaron Rodgers, 14 there. points. Oh, no. Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm not Case, panicking. Case Keenum, 33 fantasy points. Because mm-hmm. they you, didn't have interceptions and they had touchdowns. Uh, you know, you throw three touchdowns, you're going to do some work. Yeah. But what I mean to say is that the – I don't know. There's a food term where the oil and water sort of separate. And uh, there's a le- there's another term where level of water will find itself or something similar. Um, I, I just think that in week two and week three, we're going to find out what some guys are and who got lucky. 
And I'm that's gonna, my opinion. I, I I agree. And let's throw let's talk about something else here about these teams that were still in supposedly preseason mode. Now the Falcons were blanked three quarters. They were definitely in preseason mode, even though now even though Matt Ryan had 300 yards, two touchdowns, but he had two interceptions. They just couldn't move the ball, and I think they got I think they got their 12 points garbage time. You know they, they got they, they they got did. destroyed. They so they they didn't play they did. any quarters of football. Now let's talk about uh, just real quick. My Cleveland Brown played three quarters of decent football okay this game right. wasn't you know baker mayfield had a decent team. first half he had he had a t- had a great first drive the the game was still not out of hand i mean it was like 20 22 13 they gave up a freaking safety give me a break but it was 22 13 it was a one score game going into the fourth quarter then mayfield throws his three interceptions now everybody thinks oh yeah they got trounced but they played one but, bad quarter, which means you, you can't play any bad quarters in the NFL. So they certainly oh, yes. weren't in complete preseason mode, but they just didn't they didn't have what it took to play four quarters of quality football. Now, how about your Jets? Did they play one, two, three good quarters of football, or did they just get lucky and not get blown out? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as a fantasy point of view as well as the pro game point of view. The New York football Jets are a little short at wide receiver. They made a trade this week for Demarius Thomas with the uh, New England Patriots. Makes no sense to me. However, the Jets played a Buffalo Bill defense that was really good. And the Jet defense was equally good. And both offenses were slower. I'm telling you, in a fantasy football world, I would, I would, give, up, I would give up nothing. But I would start streaming defenses right now. And Nishi is telling the world, telling America, that the New York football giants are going to get whooped by the Buffalo, New York Buffalo Bills this Sunday in the Meadowlands. Wow. The, the, you know what? If Dak Prescott could throw for 400 yards against the giant defense, uh, Buffalo Bills would throw for 300 yards, 320. Huh. And the Buffalo defense was completely impressive. So I saw in that game uh, a defensive struggle and offenses that were behind. Sure, there were some good plays made. Um, sure, there were some cl- clutch plays made at the end. And there were a couple bonehead moves, a couple penalties that happened that shouldn't have happened. But offenses were behind on that game. Both defenses showed up. And um, I think I think we're talking about a different style ball game than what you Cleveland Browns played against Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. So it wouldn't it be funny if it, you know people are saying, "Oh, well, the Jets the the Jets shouldn't have lost, or the Browns shouldn't have lost." What if it turns out that the Bills and the Titans are actually really good teams? A good football. Yeah. You see, now, now, what is that? Editorial bias or just um, believing the hype and the smart guy rankings? And not listening to us on the sausage hut. Yeah, you're right. Because everybody, they, they, this, this, this narrative that people build up all summer long, they all think, oh, it's like, oh, they start believing it. Oh, well, it you know, oh, yeah, the Browns are going to be fat. eleven and eleven and five. Oh, they're going to be. And there's like, oh, they're always Cleveland, nee, 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 and everything. It's just like the fantasy football draft. People talk about these things so much, and especially the guy, the the know it alls in our league. They've got themselves so convinced about so many things going into the draft that it's like oh give me a break already you, oh you're reaching for this you're reaching for that you gotta do this you can't have oh, oh he's not gonna score that? that much many points for the rest of the year blah 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 how could how could Michi take 
so many running backs who are unproven. He doesn't know what he's doing. Nothing like that. You know, and I can't, you know, yes, the um, um, influence of others and blind faith in what other people know is fact becoming your fact makes you pretty lazy. But laziness is a human trait. So you kind of get, I don't have all day to do this. You know, I tell people, do this five minutes a day. Fantasy football, it's, it's not just a job, it's an adventure. But it's five minutes a day. You do not need to sit in front of your TV absorbing X, Y, and Z as uh, cold, hard facts because it's a ridiculous thing to do. Um, there's a thing called an open mind, America. Somehow in these polarized times, we seem to be forgetting about that. What I know is all I'm going to know, and I learned it from Fabiana or Fabiano, where the guy with the big ears, yes, I said it. Who's Fabiano? Okay, okay. Uh, Fabiano on the uh, NFL.com, whatever his name is. Gotcha. The flying Fabiano. And you're going to take what these men or women say as uh, stone cold fact. And for some of y'all who take it recreationally, uh, more power to you. You know, you'd be better off following the Madden ratings and doing something else with your free time. That's just me thing. That's just me talking. I don't mean to put them down there, Mr. Kielbasa. But you got more to do with your free time than to watch two hours of fantasy football talk in the middle of August. Like me. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing this week? I'm catching up on my Australian rules football because it's playoff time down under. I hope you had your DVR set. I had a couple. I got a couple rounds of the. Australian rules football playoffs. They got a crazy playoff setup down there where they they have everybody plays in the first round and some guys if you win you get to skip a you, you get to skip a, a round and go all the way to the championship game and then other rounds or other teams it's it's win or lose. So the upper seeds play for seeding and the lower teams play cutthroat. It's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. I uh but America, enough about that. I don't want to distract you. No, you know, he went, you know, Mr. Mr. Kobasa varied from the National Football League, and for that, there is 30 minutes on the rack, number one. <laughs> number two, I play some very competitive badminton, America. Mm. And our tournaments are set up the exact same way that the Australian rules football is set up. Just, just saying. Oh, nice. Saying. So the National Football League is, is not about to do that. No. But this, what we were saying is there's a thing about an open mind. And doing your own or seeing your own or creating your own team. And based on week one, you know, people are going to tell you to drop this guy, drop that guy. There are some guys who definitely need to get gone from your squad. Like Kevin Coleman, for instance, might not play for five weeks. Injury, out, home, see ya. Um, there is another injury. Where's the other injury out there? Uh, the, 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 tight end, the tight end from... San Diego, Hunter Henry. Yeah, the Hunter Henry is not going to play. He he fractured his kneecap, and I have a family member who's rehabbing from that right now, and it is not pretty. If you were to see these X-rays, people, his kneecap is like a, a bag of Skittles open with like nine Skittles in it. Ouch. And <laughs> that's what. Now touch your kneecap, everybody. It's nice and solid, really good. You're healthy. Now imagine nine little chunks of Skittles floating around there and you're laying straight in a, in a thing. Is there anything and you I'm can in, even do about that? Um, well, sure. You can, like, you know, you can have a cheeseburger and have someone bring it to you. <laughs> you need, uh, you know, someone help you to the toilet? Sure. I can't get up. I can't bend down. I can't sit. Mr. Henry, uh, Mr. Henry has the best physicians, the best doctors, the best care. 
he he is becoming down just to talk about his school here for a little minute, little minute here. Who's got more hard luck, Hunter Henry or Tyler Eifert? As tight ends go in injuries, mm. these guys cannot stay on the. These guys just cannot stay on the field. It's remarkable, and uh, I digress. I sure. digress. America. I'd like to talk some fantasy football going into week two. You guys know what happened in week one. We hope you enjoyed a little banter in the go around. What do you say we talk about some games and some fantasy uh, provocation, some fantasy relevance on these uh, upcoming games week two in the National Football League? What do you say? You feel like uh, laying a little controversy out, showing the world what the difference between fact, fiction, knowledge, intellect, and love? To bring to the table as opposed to bringing clickbait and a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Because my editor told me to print it. And you said that too. And you know what else we're not going to do? We're not going to waste your time this year. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to put the pedal down and we're going to drag race all the way through these games. A little lightning, a little thunder, a little lightning. What do you say, Mr. Kibasa? I got some new stuff here for us. I got a new, let's see, what do you call it? What you got? What you got? That's right. What you got? There's your new sounder, your brand new sounder. So everything, every, you know, all these high paid radio people think they can. Oh, yeah, we got to pay this guy. to We're audio sweeteners. How about this? Captain Midnight, uh, Steve Summers, WFAN New York, would call that quality production. Mm-hmm. Quality production. Audio yeah. sweetener. Buccaneers at the Panthers, Thursday night. There we go. Buccaneers, Panthers. All right, Michigan. America, did you draft Jameis Winston based on the hype? I'm laughing at you. America, did you draft anyone on Tamper based on the hype? If you did, I certainly hope it was Chris Godwin because he had a very nice game. Would I play him in this week's game? Absolutely. I got Chris Godwin scoring a touchdown this week. I got Mike Evans scoring a touchdown this week. And America, I got Ronald Jones Scoring a touchdown this week and putting about 87 to 110 total yards together. At the same time, Tampa Bay is going to lose this game against the Panthers. Check this out, Mr. Kielbasa. Yes, sir. Cam Newton is dropped, picked up. They love him. They hate him. His shoulder. Cam Newton is going to be the fantasy stud on Thursday night Mm. at quarterback. Even though famous Jameis is going to throw three touchdowns and probably throw two picks, which leads me to... The Panthers' defense is a tricky, tricky pickup this weekend. America, I smell defensive touchdown is what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. And I, and if you listen last year, I love defensive touchdowns. Michigan goes hunting them down. Some people will say I convinced myself of things. And they may be right, but I'm right more than half the time. So, America, I'm telling you the Panthers are a nice pickup. Cam Newton's going to be a surprise play. If you, take, if you play daily, you can probably get him cheap. If he's on your fantasy team, man, and it, man, I'm thinking hard about you know going all in on Thursday. Christian McCaffrey Ooh. is a must start. Christian McCaffrey is a must start. America, you know, let's go. And uh, the wide receiver note last week was uh, DJ Moore. 
And I'm here to throw uh, a little bit of shade on the knuckleheads, Mr. Kilbasa. All right. And I'm going to say this week it is Curtis Samuel's turn. So make please get your crayons out and make a note of it. I can see I can see three touchdowns by each team, but a defensive touchdown by the Panthers. And that's what I like in fantasy football this Thursday night. What say you, Mr. Gilbert? So we're gonna see, you're saying we're going to be seeing Cam Newton to Greg Olson up the scene for a touchdown. Chris Mc, Christian McCaffrey is going to roll. The only thing I got to say about that is, you know what they say? They say you're never more sore than how than how you are after, after week, week, one. week one. So everybody's going to be sore. These are the only two teams on short weeks. Christian McCaffrey, I'm sure, worked really hard, but hey, he's probably in great shape. Both of these teams are going to be hurting, but Buccaneers are going to suck. The Panthers coming off a loss. Cam Newton better figure it out, man. He better figure it out fast because he's got to go back to the Superman or his ego is not going to be able to take it. And that's all I got to say about that. So let's move on. Tell us where we're going, Mr. Gilbox. Let's give you that private plane. Let's move on down the east coast to Miami, where if Michi was in town, there's no way he'd go to the game. Never. America, if you're in the 305 this weekend, the weather is phenomenal. Beautiful. Lovely. The drinks are cold. The people are athletic and wearing next to nothing. It's a very handsome city. I'm telling you what. You can go have a good time in downtown. You can go have a real good time downtown, down in Brickell. Whoo! Let's have some fun. Spend some money and have some fun in Brickell. Go ahead, go ahead. And then, of course, you're going to go right down to Miami Beach, right down to the point, and just ignore everyone and have a great time. Bring your football play, pick catch on the beach, do anything. But go see the Patriots at the Dolphins. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going to be I'm a squ- this is going to be a King Kong Bundy versus Johnny K9 type of squash match. Is that what you're telling me? Load up on the fantasy players, stream the defense against the Dolphins, and hope that Ryan Fitzpatrick gets traded to the Browns because I want him as my backup. America, what you're listening to is a person who listens to the hype machine. America. The New, the New England Patriots played a fine game in week one. They are going down to paradise in an alleged walk over the Miami Dolphins. 18 and a half. It'll probably go to 19 point favorites on the road. Wow. And they're going down to Miami. It's going to be hot. And they're going to have a good time. Giselle's going to be there. Tom's going to be there. I don't know. Whoever <laughs> the heck they hang out. The nanny is going to be there i like to see what that nanny looks like. Let me tell you something, America. And everyone's saying that the New England Patriots are going to absolutely decimate the Dolphins. Except one thing. Team Turmoil always plays pretty good against not only. That doesn't make sense. Team Turmoil, the Miami Dolphins, generally play well against the New England Patriots. And that 18 and a half points and all your love on Tom Brady is going to put up another four touchdowns and Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon are going to be like it was, you know, 2015 again. And I'll tell you what, if there's an under in this game, I'm taking the under. Oh, and to me, that kind of deflates which way you want to go. There will be touchdowns scored because this is the National Football League. Mr. Kibasa, who are the touchdown makers on the New England Patriots? I think the Patriots are going to put in a play called nine 
four nine and that means hey you out on the left run a nine route hey you out on the right you run a nine route and you little guy in the middle you go across if i need you ready break and tommy's just gonna drop back and start chucking it he could he could have 500 yards in this game just start chucking he's got josh gordon and antonio brown America, I'm going to let you decide because this is one of those games between Kabasa and myself where we're not going to agree. I New England very New England should win this ball game. But this is still professional football. And I don't care if the stadium's half empty, which it probably will be, which is another story for another time. I don't care how much FaceTime Giselle gets, I don't care about any of it. Miami's going to come out and smack New England around a little bit, and we're going to have a ball game for at least three quarters. Let's take that from there. You got the <laughs> wide receivers. You got the wide receivers. If I'm picking touchdown makers in this game, I'm going with the guy who was light in week one, and that would be Sony Michelle. I'm going to need gonna every point I can against the Flying Savant because he's my I am, flex I'm, guy. I am going to take New England to come back to the uh, mean and they're going to run the ball or try to against Miami in the heat and wear them down. Um, if they want to get pass, pass happy, Tom Brady might get smacked one time, and Ryan Fitzpatrick very well could have a bigger game than Tom Brady this weekend. You heard it here first, and they call me Missy for a bleeping reason. Because he's the commissioner of America. Enough of that. Let's head up. I... 90 wait let's head up i 95 i 95 to the nation's capital that's right cowboys washington love that music this is the bitter it's a premier national football league rivalry game right here right now well he's you know, right here on the Sausage Hut right now, Monday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 1 o'clock. You know, the Redskins are getting like a field goal and a half, like four, maybe five points by the time this game is over. Everyone, America, everyone wants to uh, wants to take back hashtag America's team that Johnny Kipasa and myself bestowed upon hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns. And the, and the Dallas Cowboy fans, they want it back. And they actually chirped about that. I saw that in one of my uh, Reddit things that I go look at. Now, you were not credited with, nor was I credited with hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. But it, it has become a thing. And if you've been listening to the Sausage Hut, you know it started here. Jim Rome, you know Jim Rome's here. listening to the Sausage Hut because he was on the, the America's team bandwagon for a long time. Right after we talked to him, basically. Well, you know, Rome is funny. I like him. Um, I like him sometimes. You know, I you know, I tell him all the time when I see him. I said, "Dude, can I just see the natural hair color? Because it looks fake on TV." And he gets so he goes, "Fuck you, Michi! How dare you, Michi! I'm on TV and you're on a podcast. Bleep and bleep." And then we laugh. And then we laugh. Hey, don't be. And hey, we laugh. This is the, the tinted by boxes. I don't be crawling up the jungle and get him. Don't be ragging on my lettuce. Don't be so glossy. We're in the jungle. Talking about the jungle, we're in his backyard, <laughs> dude. I'm ripping him. He's barbecuing, he's grilling and thrilling on the ones and twos. And Michi decides to talk about his hair color. 
Come on, man. I'm saying I'm living like dangerously, but I'm also coming with another adult beverage to the to, to Mr. Rome cooking. He's a on very vain. Ma- he's a very vain man. You can tell that he gets <sighs> weekly manicures, but I like him. Well, I watch him on TV. I, I what I do is I put on Rome and or I DVR Rome so I can get like an hour behind and then just fast forward through the commercials because he's got about 20 minutes of commercials an hour. Mr. Kabasi, you can just call me up once a day, man. I got you covered. What, so what America about? needs, Mishy, is the Washington defense to step up because I need Ezekiel Elliott to be kept in check. <laughs> in your game? Yeah. I would uh, I would enjoy seeing that. I think I myself included, we um we kind of went down the, the wrong road with the Washington Redskins. One of the things we didn't consider in the preseason, Mr. Kilbasa, is the stability if not the stupidity, but the stability of their coaching staff. They're still in place. They still got guys who can play. They got burned with the Smith quarterback shuffle, Alex Smith's quarterback shuffle. They brought in Case Keenum, had a great game last week. It was fast. It was wonderful. The Cowboys are going to be overfluffed. They're going to be overfluffed, overhyped, and they think they're sliced bread for what they did to the New York football giants last week. <laughs> The Washington Redskins are a much better team than the New York football Giants. And if the Cowboys think uh, it's going to be a cakewalk in the nation's capital, boy, they're going to be in for a ball game. They are, and fantasy-wise, I can see Dak Prescott again coming back. uh, What is that, oil and water a little bit? How does the barometer work? I don't know, meteorologist to hit me up. Salt and vinegar. I know, but I don't know. Salt and vinegar. Salt and pepper. Every, same thing. Salt and pepper is what you meant to say. Yeah. I think. But uh, um, Dak Prescott will come back to earth. He's not going to be a 30-point fantasy scorer. Yours truly doesn't think he's going to score 20 fantasy points. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, if he's going to be sore, it's going to be this week. And you know the Redskins are going to key on him like it's nobody's business. Amari Cooper was nice last week. Gallup was nice last week. Randall Cobb was nice last week. The Cowboys' defense was nice last week. I don't know who's scoring a touchdown. I, you know who's going to score a touchdown for the Cowboys this week? Who's that? Tony Pollard mm. is going to score a touchdown. I'll tell you here. I'll tell you right here, right now. And as far as the wide receivers go, I don't know. I'm going to give another touchdown to a tight end. And I am not liking it. If I had a draft or redraft or do daily gambling or whichever way, if I had to pick a starter, I'm not, I'm not buying the hype in week one on the road in Washington. On the flip side, you know that the kid Goose is out now. You drafted him. You thought he would be something. Old man, old father time, Adrian Peterson, who didn't suit up for the first time in his Hall of Fame career hmm. last week, and if you didn't know that, you should know that, did not suit up, is in the starting lineup. And if I'm taking a fantasy player to go off this week, I'm taking Adrian Peterson. Me too. Friend. I was just going to say I, that. A- AP is going to get you a, one or two good games this year, and th- why and not it's now? This, it's this week. Oh, he's motivated, and the man is a warrior. Yep. AP, anyone listening knows Mr. Peterson. Tell him she said, what's up? What's Mr. up? Mr. Kibasa said, what's up? What's up, AP? And that's all we're going to say right there because we're heading across the eastern United States to Music City, USA. I was in Nashville a few weeks ago. I didn't tell anybody. I'm... 
do we want to say the Colts at the Titans? Are the Titans for real? Did they beat the crap out of the Browns? Are the Browns really bad? I don't know, but anyway, the Titans are well on their way to 9-7 and seven for the fourth year in a row when the Colts come to town. Now, the Colts, you might have written them off after Andrew Luck retired, but hey, Jacoby Brissett might be the real deal. Marlon Mack had a huge game last year. T.Y. Hilton's always good. Ebron, who knows? What do you nope, got about nope, that, Mojie? Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, the Colts lost a tough game last week to the Chargers. It's an overtime game. Um, uh, Eckler, who I surprised the heck out of me in week one, had a great game. Um, Derrick Henry had a great game last week. Marcus Mariota last week, great game. Mar Marlon Mack, my man Marlon, had a boatload of fantasy points. And I can see a low-scoring game here. I really can. I can see both defenses kind of dominating Derrick Henry, what do you think? Touchdown maker, no touchdown maker in this game. Who's See, scoring a touchdown? Marlon Mack or Derrick Henry? Yeah, I think Derrick Henry's numbers were padded because he had that one reception for like 77 yards and everybody thought he was doing great. But you know what? Just looking at Derrick Henry, he's a big dude. He's, he's a, a bad big dude. He's a very big man. He's and he's got that man. thing hanging out the back of his helmet that makes you just want to pull it off i don't know what it look it doesn't look very attractive not that i there's need my football that. players there's, to be attractive yeah there's a rule against that you can't do that that's against the rules now Spe no pulling of the hair speaking of rules when i was oh, watching the uh, australian rules football playoff game yesterday oh, there was a, there's right this gigantic dude right. with dreadlocks who got his hair pulled and he shoved this dude into the wall it was great anyway michi oh. colts and titans i don't give a damn really about either of these teams i don't want to talk about the titans anymore because they just came into cleveland and whooped our ass marcus Mariota, meh. He's probably going to have a good who, year because it's a money year. Who is, yeah, well, here we go. Jameis Winston is the bust in the draft. I still have Mar Marcus Mariota as the bust in the draft. I, I would say that in this game, I am taking the Colts to win this game. Fantasy-wise, Jacoby Brissett's going to get you 20-plus. Hilton, ah, some, which wide receiver? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give it to my man T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton's going to the Pro Bowl this year. I'm going to say touchdowns for Mac and Hilton. I'm going to say the Colts win this game as Mariota commits the ultimate offense of pick six. Ooh. America, find the Colts defense if you're looking for some fun. Take the road team and take the Titans, and you'll question them. Gee, were the Cleveland Browns that bad? No. The Cleveland Browns were still in preseason football, and the Tennessee Titans played the best game of the year in week one. Let's go up to the Wisconsin. That Valley. was your, your lead pipe lock for another defensive <laughs> touchdown from Mitchie. That's right. Let's go up to Wisconsin or, yeah, for another big battle. House of cheese. Vikings, Packers. I got Aaron Rodgers. He's got to come back. He had a... Yeah, not a bad game, but it was Thursday uh -oh. night. I didn't think it happened. He still scored some points, still got up, got some. He had one good drive, basically. And I've got Dalvin Cook, who had a great game last week. Kirk Cousins, do we love him or do we hate him? Vikings defense, I hope they have a bad game. Packers defense, I hope they have a bad game. Jimmy Graham, what do you think, Michigan? Superstar Jimmy Graham caught his touchdown early got him some life it was the only thing aaron Rodgers did right i think aaron Rodgers is going to learn from that jimmy graham is a touchdown maker in this game the minnesota vikings are going to beat the green bay packers at home a dome team 
on the road is going to win this game. Why? Because the Minnesota Vikings are a better football team. Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball more than 10 times, fantasy lovers. And he's still Kirk Cousins. If you didn't start him last week, if you started him last week, the joke's on you. Do not start him this week. Cut him if you want to. He'll be on the waiver wire. Love Dalvin Cook. Love Dalvin Cook. Um, no fantasy surprise there. Adam Thielen versus Mr. Diggs. America, do you know that Mr. Diggs is still banged up? Adam Thielen is a touchdown maker. On the flip side, Aaron Jones, all Mr. Hype Machine in the preseason. Did you buy it? Did you not buy it? You got burned. Matter of fact, anyone who bought into the uh, Packers in week one pretty much got burned. And I'm here to tell you that the Vikings are going to manhandle the Green Bay Packers. I think Rodgers is going to have suppressed numbers one more week. A touchdown maker in Devontae Adams? Yeah, because he has to. If I had to take a flyer, I'm taking the kid Valdez Gantling off the waiver wire and putting a dollar on him to score a touchdown this weekend. Let's say let's say the winning score in this game is going to be no more than twenty four points, and let's get the hell let's get the cheese if and there's, get the hell out of Wisconsin. If there's any one place that has the juju, there is Green Bay on opening home opener night or home opener afternoon. Man, you better be ready that. to play because I can appreciate the ghosts that. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that, and I believe that the Minnesota Vikings are a better football team. I have the Chicago Bears as another team in preseason mode, and the Green Bay Packers just aren't very good, and they were damn lucky to beat the Bears because the Bears were really bad. <laughs> it's your wishful thinking against Aaron. It's your wishful thinking against Aaron Rodgers because you got rid of him. It's my wishful thinking for Aaron Rodgers because I picked him up. Let's go to Baltimore. <laughs> Nothing worse than a week one tie. I can vouch for that, Mishy. The Cardinals. Uh, What's going on with those guys? It was about the, uh, the rookie, the rookie coach, and the rookie quarterback. That first, the first three quarters were all on the rookie coach in week one. No question, no question. How about that? Yeah. And who are the Cardinals? Do? They're traveling all the way across the country to play a one o'clock just, game. A one o'clock game, and the Ravens just humiliated the Miami Dolphins. Okay, Mr. Kilbasa. There's dynamics in sport. There's dynamics in life. We have two very young, very, very hyped quarterbacks going in this game. Very hyped. These guys were college superstars. Heisman Trophy winners. Lamar Jackson, it, is he for real? No. Yes or no? There you go. There you go. Kyler Murray, is he going to get his feet wet, make a boatload of mistakes? We'll see. We'll see. Very interesting. Two talented guys. On your waiver wire, Lamar Jackson was a hot pickup. I think people are waiting a week uh, for Kyler Murray, basically waiting for him to get off the East Coast. And uh, I can't argue with that. I can't David argue with that Johnson, we've been waiting around for two years for David Johnson. How about him? Well, we have a theme song. It's David Johnson. Uh-huh. <laughs> Say what? David Johnson. Yeah, 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 David. Anyway. Touchdown makers in this game. The Ravens are heavily favored by almost two touchdowns against this young squad. Give me the Arizona. give me thirteen and a half points all day. Bet the farm plus thirteen and a half on the card. You're calling out. You're calling out a prepared team for Week One to believe the hype and come back to earth. And un- 
take their opponent lightly. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Oh, they got it. There's no way to go but down after the squash match from last week. Nowhere to yeah. go but down. Yeah, and the Miami Dolphins are the worst team in football, at least in week one they were. Now, as we said, that's going to change in week two, but that's not where we're at. <laughs> so, fantasy-wise, Mark Ingram was a player. Marquise Brown, the rookie, was awesome. Awesome. Mark Andrews, the tight end, was awesome. The Baltimore Ravens defense in our league only put up 12 points. Now, in my mind, they were a 20-point score in week one. They were the best defense on the board in week one. And they only put up 12 points. Can you feel where I might be going here, Mr. Kobos? I can feel it. I can feel can it. You, can you feel that there's going to be a little, again, in this game, much like Miami, this game's going to be a little bit tighter. The Cardinals are coming off an emotional comeback. Um, and we'll talk about the Detroit loser Lions in a minute. But fantasy-wise, there are going to be points scored here. Kyler Murray, is he going to score 24 or more fantasy points for the Arizona Cardinals? I'm going to say just a little less. All right. Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. Same question. 24 or more fantasy points for Mr. Jackson. Definitely week. less coming back down to earth. No fantasy love whatsoever at the quarterback positions. David Johnson, David Johnson, aha, uh-huh, and Mark Ingram are the uh, uh, qualifying RB1s in this game. Which one are you taking? If you had to pick one of the two to be a leading scorer, are you taking Mark Ingram or David Johnson? I'm saying David Johnson comes. This is his coming out party, his renew, renewal of life. He's going to say, uh-huh. I'm back. Why aren't he, Why haven't you been talking about me for the last two years? And Mark Ingram, 20, 20, carries, 20 carries for 41 yards. No Fumble touchdowns lost. for Mr. Ingram. Fumble, look, America, <laughs> get the crayons out. Make a note of it. Because the knuckleheads that you're going to be seeing talking about this are not going to understand the reality of the situation, and they're going to overhype it because that's what their editors tell them to do. Let's go to Texas. Let's go to Texas. Want to go to Texas? Let's go to Texas. Let's go to Texas, where the comeback machine, man. That was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. An unbelievable game that the Texans and the the Saints had. Completely entertaining. And now they're going up against... Who? Gardner? Gard- if somebody's Gardner's playing quarterback no, in no, the that's NFL? His, no, that's, it's, it's not Mr. Gardner. His first name is Gardner. Oh, his first name's Gardner? There's somebody yeah, who that. named their kid Gardner? He must have a, a, a regular name like Smith or something like that with a name like can Gardner. I, What's his I, name? Say, his name is Gardenhall. Oh, ha-ha. <laughs> 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 His name is Gardner Minshew, and Minshew, in a very uh, uh, Manchurian uh, dialect, means hope. Just want you, America, I, I know what Minshew means. I've been to Asia. Minshew is like a gardening tool, like a plow, but it's like a garden hoe. Hmm. So his name is Gardner Minshew. Otherwise, I've never heard of this guy hoe. ever in my life. Where did he go to college? <laughs> Montclair State College, Montclair, New Jersey. <laughs> Now he's starting in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and everyone who drafted Leonard Fournette and D.D. Westbrook are like, oh, shit. He did come in last week um, and throw touchdowns to a kid named David Chalk, a rookie from last year. Kind of interesting. 
Um, if you listen to the earlier stuff, Mr. Kilbasa, and you were on with me, I'm sure you heard it, but America, Oslo, if you listen to the earlier stuff, we were all, I was not happy with Jacksonville. And now with the quarterback out, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Fantasy points. Are the Jaguars going to score any touchdowns this weekend? Yes or no, Mr. Kibasa? Yeah, I think they'll get lucky. Who is going to score the touchdown? Is it Didi's turn this week or yeah. is Burnett going to get one? No, uh, I think Didi. They're, they're going to get lucky on, on one, one pass, break a tackle. Go ahead. Meanwhile, on the other Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, meanwhile, J.J. Watt, who's going to go to the Hall of Fame, but his humanitarian work down in Texas after the hurricane is what people should remember. Separate story, different time. He got shut out, no tackles last week. Wow. And, and I think J.J. Watt is going to teach this rookie quarterback what's up. And if you're streaming defenses, I'm not smelling defensive touchdown, although it sh- I should. But I'm not. But the Texans will be a solid play this week. I think uh, Duke Johnson is uh, pretty dynamic. I have Duke Johnson being the lead dog. Carlos Hyde having a decent game, but not a good game. This is a Duke Johnson kind of game. And America, if you know or not, I got Deshaun Watson as the best quarterback in football. You got him in fantasy football, you have to start him. You can find him in daily stardom. If you got to bribe someone with four Pizza Hut pizzas a week for the rest of the fantasy football season, trade for him. And don't oh forget about goodness. Kenny Stills stealing another touchdown for you. We'll pick him up on the waiver wire while you still can. Let's get the hell out of town. I'll tell you what, man. We think Texas is going to pull up. What do you think? I'll tell you what. If we're in Houston right now, let's go over to the Gulf that afternoon. Go fishing. And just kind of hang out and not even think about this football. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go to the Steel City where the Steelers are licking their wounds after a thumping from the Patriots last week. They're going to welcome into the opening line another another West Coast team playing at 10 a.m. local time, man. What the hell's going on with these NFC West teams having to play 1 o'clock games on the East Coast? That's, I don't know. Uh, that's Seahawks the schedule. Steelers. That's the schedule. That's the schedule. Now, again, if you were listening, I have big Ben Roethlisberger is getting old all summer long. I have the Steelers is firing their coach all summer long. I have them as a, a failure in 2019 all summer long. And the New England Patriots came out last week and made Michi look like Nostradamus. Tell you what, they got crushed. The question is, is this a pre- was this a preseason game style for the Steelers? And I'm going to answer my own damn question, Mr. Kilbasa. Go ahead. The answer is the answer is no. They lost. They the answer is no. This team is getting old. There's not enough adaptation, and they lost their two biggest playmakers in Ben Roethlisberger's career. And I've been talking about it all summer. What I'm seeing here, my friends, I'm seeing me a heaping helping of Chris Carson. I'm seeing me a heaping helping of solid defense. And I can actually, the Steelers are given four points in this game, according to wherever I'm looking at. The Seattle Seahawks are going to win this game, America. Take the Seahawks and the four points. As you heard it here crazy, first. As crazy as Mr. Kibasa made it sound, a West Coast team playing 10 o'clock, 
the Steelers are going to be playing like it's 10 o'clock in the morning, too. They are that far out of sync. And they are never, they are not going to get in sync. Juju Smith Schuster, touchdown maker, or going to be like the biggest draft bust in the early part of the season? What I th- do you think? I think the Steelers are going to score a couple touchdowns. I think Connor's going to get one. I think Schuster's going to get one. <laughs> so they're going to score at least 17 points. The question is, is Russell Wilson going to be able to dial up 28 to 31 points? Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. If he's if a football team of his scores seventeen points, I can't remember when that happened. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Is he and your if you're telling me um, right now, I picked up Russell Wilson, and um, I am going to make a move at quarterback. I may stream a quarterback this week. I may stream it, but I may look at this game and listen to the replay of this podcast to find out if my English is still English and my speaking is still spoken, and these rented lips actually still work. <laughs> And I'm going to say, again, I like the Steelers quite a bit. Chris Carson is fine. I drafted him. I love him. Um, touchdown maker at a receiver. You like Lockett or the hype kid Metcalf in this game to score a touchdown? Mr. I, I like Lockett. I think Metcalf and Lockett are both going to get touchdowns. Wow. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Mr. Connor. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, you and I are you and I are going to bet a coal fire pizza on this. I got the Ste- I got the Seahawks. You can have the Steelers. I'm taking the Seahawks in the under, and the, the Seahawks is being the only real fantasy relevant uh, squad in this game. I can see James Washington scoring a touchdown this week. Mm. People may not see that, and no one's going to start him. And I can see B- Big Ben starting to look like uh, I don't know the Statue of Liberty, maybe. kind of old and stiff kind of old and stiff speaking of the statue of liberty let's go to the first of a double header at the meadowlands the one and oh bills coming into the hapless hapless giants what's going to be going on here well a new york team is going to win this game and <laughs> the problem is, the problem is, of course, you know, it used to be there were three New York teams, Buffalo, the Jets, and the Giants. And we all know the Jets and the Giants play in New Jersey. <laughs> New York team, I, uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to decimate the, the New York football Giants. The Buffalo Bills are going to do what the Dallas Cowboys did to the New York football Giants. That's how bad the Giants are going to be. Eli Manning is a pick-six machine. Here is your next defense. <laughs> we spoke of them earlier. I love Buffalo's defense this week. Love them to death. Shaquan Barkley got lost in the mire and the muck in the, in the terrible play last week. They're going to make an effort to put the ball in Shaquan's hands and make him go to work. And I would do the same thing, except against this Buffalo Bill defense. I am. I would almost say if I had Shaquan on my team and Chris Carson on my team, I'm taking Chris Carson. I Shaquan st- is going. Shaquan's going to underproduce, and the Giants are going to get smoked at home. People are going to be booing. There's going to be an airplane with a flag going. Just just end the season, or just it's going to be miserable in the Meadowlands. And Buffalo's going to win two games in a row. Used to be downstate. Now it's in another state here in New Jersey. And I can see Josh Allen as a fantasy streamer this week extraordinaire. Dak Prescott can put up 400 yards. This guy can throw the ball further than Dak Prescott. Sheriff John Brown, if you can grab him, grab him. 
The Bills defense, get him. The rookie named David Singletary will be the best running back in this game. If you drafted him or found him once Shady left, put him in your lineup. And the Bills are going to kill him. The Bills are going to kill him. I would take no one, no one, no one. No one I would take on the Giants, and Buffalo's going to win by 30 points. Mishy, compare, yes, compare Lambeau Thank Field contrast. opening day juju to Giants Meadowlands Stadium juju. In 2019? Yeah. Um, the Green Bay game will be filled with Packer fans. The New York Giant football game will have a mixed or ambivalent crowd. The love, ambivalent, totally ambivalent. It'll be half uh, half fans from the Bills and the other half tourists from some country who need something to do on a Sunday afternoon. That's all we need to hear about that. Let's talk about another game I don't care about at all. Let's head to Cincinnati where absolutely no one wants to go. <laughs> Uh, you know, last time I was in Kentucky, I drank a lot of bourbon. That's all I can tell you. I'd rather be on the Kentucky side than the Cincinnati side of the mighty Ohio River. Michigan, I'll tell you what, Niners, Mr. Bengals. Mr. Kibasa, we'll get in that little that plane that you have that lands on water, whatever that's called with the pontoon. Yeah, the a little skipper. Whatever. little skipper. Yeah, that's whatever it's called. We'll park it right there at a boat dock on the Ohio River and go south and drink. And not even pay attention to this game. We'll eat, we'll drink, we'll have a lovely time in Kentucky and skip it. Fantasy football-wise, Matt Breida is a must-play if you got him. Y'all know Mr. Coleman got hurt. Y'all know Mr. Garoppolo is, uh, uh, I don't know what Mr. Garoppolo is. He's inconsistent at best. But there's going to be points here. The Cincinnati Bengals played like they've been practicing hard all offseason against the Seahawks last week. Very impressive. Um, Mixon is out. For those of you who drafted him, you did not listen to the Sausage Hut podcast. Gio Bernard is now the man, the man in Cincinnati. And I'm here to tell you that the 49ers defense is going to be much better. I expect the 49ers, um, even though they're getting a point and they're traveling still on the East Coast here, I expect the 49ers to win this game. I don't see Andy Dalton putting up 350 yards. I don't see John Ross catching a touchdown. Tyler Boyd uh, is your touchdown maker. Got shut down, at least in touchdown-wise, in week one. If you got him on your team, feel good about it. Matt Breida, if he's on your fantasy wire, people, please find him. George Kittle is a decent play because Garoppolo doesn't trust his wide receivers yet. George Kittle was uh, a Sausage Hut sweetheart last year, man. And he's the, 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 everybody's saying he's one of the best tight ends in football now. That's You know, that's why I'm here, man. And that's why other people are listening. It's the way it's, it's just, it's, there's, it, dibby, dibby, dibby. we know what the heck is going on. And we're <laughs> about to tell you. Can we move on to Motor City, please? Let's head up. I-75 to the Big D. What's going on down here? I don't know. Is Matt Patricia already on the hot seat? It sounds like yes. it. Yes. <laughs> the Chargers are coming into Detroit riding high at 1-0 to take on the lowly Lions. Even though the spread isn't very big at this 2.2.5. Juncture. 2.5. 
Two and a half point spread. You know, this is another West Coast team traveling mostly, you know, well, to the middle of the country anyway. But this is a noontime game for them. So if it's in, you know, it's early. It's an early game for the Chargers. The Chargers played a tremendous, uh, if you watch the Charger Colts game last week, it was a really good football game as well. And two good football teams. Um, if you watched, if you watched the Arizona Cardinals play the Detroit Lions, you are out of your mind. What is wrong with you? Fantasy football is not that important. Go outside and play catch with your kids. Oh, my God. Anyway, I got to see the end of this game because it lasted so long, and it was, you know, oh, we're going to take you to bonus coverage over here, over there. And I got to see a terrible, terrible, terrible play by the Lions at the end of that game. Matt Stafford was great last week, almost. Carry on Johnson, you drafted him high. You did not listen to the sausage hut. He will have a bounce back game this week. Kenny Galladay. If you got Kenny Galladay as your one, you're in big trouble. You are in big, big trouble. Marvin Jones is your touchdown maker for the Detroit Lions. I would take the rookie tight end in a shock of the world to go back to back weeks. TJ Hawkinson. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, I should have drafted him. I love that name. Anyway, he scored a touchdown last week. If you can find him, grab him. If you don't, play him. Eh. As far as the San Diego Chargers, Austin Eckler was uh, Superman incarnate, otherwise known as LaDainian Tomlinson incarnate. Um, they lost potentially Mike Williams, their wide receiver, a guy I thought would be a double-digit touchdown maker. As we speak, it's 50-50. He's going to play. I do not have an update. That means a half-banged-up Keenan Allen is going to be playing on the carpet. Touchdown maker in this game, surprise, surprise, is going to be a young man named Travis Benjamin. And that wide receiver may put up two touchdowns from Phillip Rivers this week. Hook or crook, the Chargers are going to win this game. And there is no doubt that uh, Matt Patricia, with a broken leg, coaching the game from behind the bench because he doesn't want anyone running into his broken leg, is a, a burnt toast, dead coach walking. You know it. Oh, and oh, oh, and one is going to be oh, one and one. And Detroit's a joke. I'd rather drink water out of a Flint, Michigan tap than watch the Detroit Lions play. Ouch. <laughs> Enough of Detroit. Oh, let's get out of Dodge. Let's go out there. Oh, yeah. the barrier and back down. You know, the Raiders played a nice game, and they're getting eight points at home. Why? Because everyone loves the Chiefs. You know, Mr. Mahomes rolled his ankle a little bit, had a great game. I think Michi is going to say it right here, right now. Raiders plus eight. Go find, go down to the local bar if you still have one. Find Joe to bookie and give him $5. Give it, give me $5 on the Raiders. Oh. I, uh... And if I'm feeling dangerous, I'm going to say, America, that the Raiders are going to give the Chiefs everything they can handle. They're going to, I think Chucky and his boys are going to be galvanized by the knucklehead leaving, otherwise known as Antonio Brown. And they are going to take no smack like they have over the last few years from the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a new day in Oakland. The only problem is the dawn is going to be in Las Vegas. Crazy. And... Fantasy football-wise, you saw your man, Sammy Watkins, play uh, 
I don't know, uh, Megatron-style ball game last week. Had a tremendous game. Um, what do you see here, fantasy-wise, Mr. Kielbasa? I already like the Raiders. We could talk about touchdown makers. But what do you see? Because this is a classic AFC matchup. This is this matchup is every bit as good as Dallas versus Washington. Yeah, and this has gigantic fantasy implications for Johnny Cabasa's team because as we talked oh, about too. on the, the fantasy too, football yeah. roundtable last week, what yeah, the flying savant correctly uh, called me out is do, uh, pulling a meat stack on him because uh, 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 he's ride or die with Patrick Mahomes. So I went ahead and drafted four. <laughs> Four Kansas four, City four, Chiefs, four. and one of the guys wasn't even on your radar until two days ago, and his name's Mecole Hardman. I got him. Sammy Watkins went nuclear last week. I got him. Damian Williams, we'll see. Hopefully Shady will not take too much of his points away, but I got him. And the kicker, I got him. So I'm I'm all but neutralizing Patrick Mahomes. Everything Patrick Mahomes is going to do besides give it to Shady is going to get me points too. Or will the flying savant decide to put him on the bench just to spite me? That either way, I think I'm sitting pretty. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, America. Let me just give you a little backup here. Um, Mr. Kilbasa is playing the flying one. The flying one fashions himself um, as a savant, and I recognize that. As a matter of fact, I gave him the nickname, the flying savant. And the the drama behind the thing is Mr. Kobasa is in full protest. He has brothers in arms in Hong Kong and Paris, and he is in full protest. And there are, in my eyes, any number of ways that you can draft your fantasy football team. You can say, I'm taking my guys, I'm taking Papiano's guys, I'm taking ESPN guys, I'm taking Madden guys, I'm taking my guys. And then there's the Kibasa method 2019. I'm beating, I am beating the Savant at his own game, and it, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it, I, always, I always say imitation is a, is a compliment. And I also always say, if you're drafting a fantasy football team, Take guys from high-scoring teams. It's it's a no-brainer. Don't give me a Detroit Lion when you can go take a Kansas City Chief. Do not give me a Kenyon Drake when I can go get Damian Williams. Are you joking? You should know that. There is no heart. There is only finding fantasy points. And you made um, you made a move, and we had fun with your move. And in my predictions for our league, I had you kicking ass. And you went out with your players last week, Mr. Kilbasa. After you said, I'm here to beat the flying one or nothing else. Well, you did the next best thing. And you, and you beat Jabba Diablo Hutt, who was also on the, on the primer. And you handed him his flies. And you went squishy, squishy on that toad. Squishy, <laughs> squishy. All over that toad. Hey, please mark the time on this. I want to send him this clip right now. <laughs> and and what I'm telling you is that um, this week, anyway, what I'm saying is you can draft your teams as long as you have fun. That's what I'm really telling you. Have fun with your fantasy football, Mr. Kibasa. More power to you, brother. More but, power but to you. But it's not like I just – it's not like I'm just picking schmucks. I mean, Damian Williams oh, no. until Shady came no. to town was money in the bank. Sammy Watkins was a was a pretty decent bet. 
because he's finally healthy. Now, McCole, McCole Hardman was definitely a crapshoot. I, well, I definitely a, pulled him. But that's a flyer. In. That's a flyer. How but do you know? The kicker's Tariq money in the bank. Hill, a first-round pick, Tariq Hill is going to be gone for at least six weeks, America. Maybe four, maybe six. There's a joint in your elbow, and it's more like a broken clavicle. It's in a rough spot for him. So your man, your your rookie is going to see the field, and it's fascinating how things work. This week in Oakland, however, I can see the great Kansas City Chiefs being in a real ball game. The Walrus against Chucky, two head coaching legends. Now Derek Carr has uh, taken some lumps over a couple years, but a few years ago he was hyped like he was Patrick Mahomes. A few years ago he was about to be the league MVP until he got hurt. Funny how things change. And I think it's new dawn, again, a new dawn. Or a new day in Oakland, but the dawn will be in Vegas. But a new day, and that's going to be a completely competitive football game. So you're saying I'm the Raiders D. You're saying the Raiders D is going to have the game of their life. I'm saying the Raiders D is is underrated. And I'm saying they're going to come after them with a lot of emotion. And it's going to be a high-scoring football game full of fantasy love, 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 love until someone makes a mistake. Who's going to make a mistake and win this game? I'm going against the trend, and I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs make a mistake and the Raiders win this game. Derek Carr, plus or minus 25 fantasy points this week. What do you got? Well, if he's going to have to – if he's going to win like you're saying, he's going to, it has to be more, but I'm saying less. Patrick Mahomes, plus or minus 27 fantasy football points this week. I don't want to say it, but probably plus. You want the plus. You want the plus. Well, You're loaded it, you with know. them. You're loaded with guys. You're loaded with guys. It's basically what I'm I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> for uh, just to cancel him out. You know, that's if I can. I'm neutralizing him, and hopefully I get lucky. I mean, he's got his, his, his team top to bottom is more solid than mine is at this moment, but – if the Browns have a big game, I'm, I'm teetering back and forth between Jarvis Landry and Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson. No, Deshaun, the dude for, the, who's on the Eagles. Jackson. Who, Deshaun Jackson, who had a big game, who was on my bench. You know, Good was place that, for him. Too bad. <laughs> he scored 20 so points. He scored 20-plus last year or last you week. Dominated, you dominated last week. What I'm, I'm, I'm asking you this. Um, Josh Gordon, touchdown maker, yes or no? Yes. Terrell Williams, underrated, undervalued, now the number one. He's the dude I for picked him come, up. He was on the Chargers last year, wasn't he? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. He's a deep threat. I picked him up. Fantasy relevant, you bet. The tight end, Darren Waller, is now getting talked about in all circles. And he is a tight end. If you're in need, Darren Waller on the Raiders. What we're saying here is there is now fantasy value in Oakland. And I think they're going to compete with the Chiefs in week two for a lot of reasons. And one of them is emotion. And the second one is they're playing in Oakland. And there are going to be very few red jerseys because they might get mugged and thrown over the stadium, top of the stadium, <laughs> because they're kindest, most generous fans in, in the National Football League. And they're, the this Oakland is their Raider last fans. hurrah. The last to run. Uh, this year or next year. Regardless, I look forward to a fantastic football game. Can we get out of Oakland, please, and go down the yeah, road? We spent way too much time in Oakland. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. There. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game.
Texas Rams coming at you from is that the Coliseum or where did they play this year? Or are they in the, are they in the new stadium or is that next year? You tell me. I don't know. Let's I don't go think to it's open. I don't think it's open yet. I think it's next year. Let's go to Stuff Hub, shall we? Sure. Let's go to Stuff Hub and take Rams. This is going to be a rematch of uh, that very controversial game last year that they had rule changes for. You saw, you saw the, um, you saw the uh, uh, the Saints make a comeback against the Houston Texans. I'm here to tell you, if you were watching the game, the Saints should have been up by double digits, and that ending should have never happened. The Los Angeles Rams play in the Los Angeles Coliseum. Okay. Sir. For one more year. Where they, where they should be. Where they should be. Forever. You know, the one thing that nobody was talking about from that game last week was the, the drive that the Saints had at the end. There was an obvious delay of game. There was a late snap. Yeah, if, yeah if, there was. There was debris. It was yep. like two seconds late. Yeah. If if those if those clocks are synced up, which I'm assuming, I mean, is the TV clock you can't synced assume, up? You can You cannot assume that. However. Okay. I mean, it looked like. Yeah, you know, that's for were, that's for you conspiracy theorists. Dude. Of which there are many. They were pretty lenient. I, I saw a couple times in that game. A couple times, more than a couple times over the course of the but, weekend. But they were that though that zero was coming up before that ball was getting snapped. I would imagine the National Football League have uh, people looking at just that, and um, I would say that the the um, timing, as it were, from stadium to whatever visual you were looking at, whatever visual they were broadcasting from or with. Um, I would say it would be off. Let's talk about some fantasy love and what could be a great game. This what could be think? this could be a great game early. It's gonna be another great game. Yeah, and it's a four twenty five game. Drew Brees or Jared Goff? Who's getting more points? Who would you start in this week? Who would you start if you had to start one of these two men? Who are you starting? Even though I I like Jared Goff and he's he's in he's in the holster on my team, he's ready to start. I think Drew Brees is after watching him last week. It's just man, he's just he's great. He's still great. All right, all right. Alvin Kamara was pretty impressive. Michael Thomas great. didn't. Miss Michael Thomas didn't get no love last week. I am taking him to be a fantasy football touchdown maker this week. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Because he didn't. For the reason is he didn't get it last week. Yeah. We saw something we spoke of earlier this summer, and that was Latavius Murray with a nice touchdown. Somehow, somehow, him and Kamara are still going to be pretty dynamic. Um, you have to start Kamara. You're going to say who's scoring a touchdown, Kamara or Murray or both? What is your prediction there? Kamara or Murray or both? Both. And Thomas. Right, I think nice. Thomas is going to get – this is going to be a high-scoring game. This yeah, is going to be 35-31. It's going to be a shootout. Fantastic. It's going to be fun to watch. Fantastic. Um, if you are looking at the Rams, the big controversy last week in the question mark and the elephant in the room was Todd Gurley. Now, he put up 100 yards on the ground, but a man named Malcolm Brown scoffed up the um, end zone or the red zone bits. Malcolm up the middle. Two touchdowns. <laughs> Malcolm up the middle, baby. Now, <clears throat> what's deceptive about that is 
on one of those touchdown runs, Mr. Brown was the designated running back for that series. He didn't come in and substitute for Gurley. On the first touchdown, though, he was the goal line back after Mr. Gurley did all the work. Fascinating to me. I know people picked up Malcolm Brown this week, and I'm thinking you are out of your bleeping mind. But I may need to learn something. That's all I'm saying there. Touchdown makers at the wide receiver for the Rams. Your man, Robert Woods. Someone else's man, Brandon Cooks. He's not my and man anymore. My man, he was my man last year. He was my number one well, that's guy. Why he's, that's, right. that's why he's someone else's man. Right. Let's start over. Sorry. Your man, Robert Woods. <laughs> Don't ever say you're sorry to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something at you if you ever do that again. Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, touchdown makers. Which one? All of them? None of the above. What do you see in, in fantasy football production from a throwing football team? I think it's going to be the fantasy football supernova of this game. The, the fantasy football, fantasy teams, fantasy freaking points are going to be made at this game. So it's you're going to be flying me, from every direction. You're telling me Saints at Rams, you got them, start them. Yeah. You're playing Darryl, daily fantasy football. It sounds to me like this might be the high-scoring game of the weekend yeah. so far. Except the defenses. <laughs> Leave the defenses well, in the Well, of pack. course. Yeah, yeah. we're not looking at defensive touchdowns except the mistake. Right. Jared Goff, plus or minus 27 points. He already said plus. plus. Drew Brees, plus or minus 25 fantasy points. Plus. He already said plus. Alvin Kamara. Plus. He's, God, he's a badass, man. He is so a badass. So what we're telling you, America – in, in If you want to watch an entertaining football game, it's on Fox. It's at 425. Say hello to Troy and the other knucklehead. And let's go up to the Rocky Mountain and get high. What do you think? Let's go. All right, the Bears traveling down I-70 to Colorado to take on the Broncos. Ooh, the Broncos. 0-1 versus 0-1. Yeah, uh, things aren't looking too good in Denver. Things should be looking better in Chicago, Michi. You know, Mr. Kibasa, we spoke a lot. I agree with you 100%. Um... But we spoke a lot about teams not being ready, and we talked about people buying the hype. And the Chicago Bears, week one, were both not ready, and everyone bought the hype. Did people jump off the train from week one to two? Are people passing blame on Mr. Trubisky? Because, gee, they underperformed, and we thought that wasn't going to be the case. We listened to Fabiano. Now, this is going to be a fascinating game. Because there is every chance that the Broncos D is good enough to spoil Mitchell Trubisky for another week. What I think is going to happen is the Bears are going to be smart enough to learn. And they are going to run the ball or try to against Denver's defense. It might be the best way to attack their front seven is go right at them. Um, The Broncos at home are always interesting to me because you may need a kicker. And any kicker playing in... Denver is worthwhile to pick up on your fantasy football team. Why is that, Michi? Because it's like 5,000 feet in the air. The ball is like a balloon, and you can kick it from 75 yards and make it in practice. There you go. Which means you can make it in a game at 65 or try it if you need to. 
and it's fascinating. I say the Bears come back to uh, what people think they are, and they go into Denver and um, just lay some wood. America, I think they're just going to lay some wood in Denver, and they're going to watch the the horse that is the Bronco in the statue, like maybe even a tear come out of the statue, because they are going to get whooped. Everybody wants to put those nails in Joe Flacco's coffin already. Everybody wants to write them off as fast as they can. They if think you watched if you watched that Monday night game, Joe Flacco had a half a dozen good plays. And then he was same old Joe Flacco. I'm so I like Joe Flacco. I think he should you know, if he didn't play football, he'd be working at like Trader Joe's being a manager. He's be great. He's he he has no reason. He's done it. He's won a Super Bowl. He's rich beyond his means. Why does he even care? Why would he even take another snap? I don't get it. Because he doesn't want to be a manager at Trader Joe's. He's just much more fun playing pro football. <laughs> now, fantasy football wise, Philip Lindsay last week was a bust. He looked like a I'm little sorry. kid. He looked like a little kid. He looked. He, he didn't. He didn't. It doesn't look like he put on those extra fifteen pounds of muscle. That that's what it looked like to me. Um, in this game, we're going to see more of. Uh, I want to call him Royce Clayton. Thank you, you two. I look like Royce Clayton. At least that's what some people have told me. Um, not Royce Clayton. Adam Clayton. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was going to call you Roy. That Adam Clayton's brother, Royce, the little known. Yeah, that, bass you know player. what? I, I I wish I would have thought of that a few years ago. But I am going to remember that right now. Hi, my name is Royce, Royce Clayton. <laughs> and uh, that'll be another alternate. That'll be one of my alter egos. We'll have a character built for Royce Clayton. Anyway, fantasy football-wise, David Montgomery is on my bench. It will be a mistake because he is going to score a touchdown this week. Tariq Cohen is going to score a fantasy touchdown this week. And if I add a dollar to a donut, I'd say the Bears' defense is going to be fantastic. I would start them without hesitation. Out of the wide receivers, is Mitchell, first of all, Mitchell Trubisky is going to throw a touchdown. Is it going to be to Allen Robinson or Anthony Miller or one of the two aforementioned running backs? Mm. I, that's a pick em. I don't know. All right, understood. Mitchell Trubisky, plus or minus 24 fantasy points. You're going plus, I'm going minus. I'm going minus because I think the Bears are going to run the ball. Oh. And Tariq Cohen is going to have a good game. Okay. Is Emmanuel Sanders or Cortland Sutton going to score a touchdown for the Broncos? Or are the Broncos going to basically score like a lucky 10 points in their home game, in their home opener? And that house is going to be rocking. You talk about a rocking place. Denver, Colorado is a great place to rock and roll and watch football. I bet. But the Bears are going to – I bet you – I'm telling you, the Bears are going to come out and smoke them. Emmanuel Sanders is sitting on my bench, and I've got a big question mark at WR2. What's your question? Well, I've got – Wait, 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 wait. Ask it right. Mishy? Mishy? Hold on a second. Let me I can dial this up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You know, we've okay, got interns on. doing production. Mishy. Let me ask you a question. 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 Let me do it. Let me. No, I'm doing it. I, I got you. I got you sampled. Let me ask you a question. Mishy. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I've got. Sure. I've got people to play, man. I got a. I, I got one. 
<sighs> I got to make all the right. This is this is my Super Bowl right here. You know, I'm coming. Week uh, this two. Is, this is, I it's, need. It's early. It's early, but you play him twice. Go yeah, ahead. I've got Sammy Watkins is definitely playing. Then right. I've got Miko Hardman, who's also a Chief. But but I've got Deshaun Jackson, Jarvis oh. Landry, and Emmanuel oh. Sanders vying for that other spot. Wow. Well, I'll and not you. to mention Sonny Mitchell. At you have. Um, I am going to press a button, and because I'm Missy, and I am going to. Uh, this is the game, America. It's Einstein meat sack against the flying Sasquatch. That's bleeping crazy, if you ask me. But it's a meat sack versus Sasquatch. Now, I have made all kinds of nasty references about meat sacks and ball sacks and. Savants and crayons and how wrong he is and his team's going to suck. All right. You have an empty quarterback. Oh, you're playing the empty game to make people wait. On your bench, (laughs) we have to go to the Philadelphia game. We have to talk about Emmanuel Sanders now. No, I would not start Emmanuel Sanders now. Yes, I would play Javaris Landry. Yes, I would play Deshaun Jackson. And you're saying Sonny Mitchell on the bench? Yes, no, yes, I would play Sony Michelle. So as in your starting lineup, I would put Michelle in and I would put Landry in as your running back. Put him in as your running back and put your wide receiver in as your flex. Put Mr. Landry in and go for the love. Go for Cleveland. We'll talk about that Cleveland game coming up. What do you think? Well, if we can get the hell out of Denver, we can yeah, go. Yeah, we don't like it. We already talked about Denver. We like Again, Montgomery, I like him a lot. I'm not starting him, but he's going to have a good game. Tank Cohen is the man you're looking for. And, uh, and go to the go to the dispensary and, and, and try and take it on an airplane. See what the federal government does to you. Let's get the hell out of there. The Sunday hey. Nighter in a dome in Atlanta. The Eagles flying high. The Falcons flying low. My, oh, my. Birds of a feather. Play on Sunday night together. <laughs> uh, I like that. I like, I that. like that too. I like, I like that. So we have uh, a one a one and zero Eagles team that got lucky against a zero and one Falcons team that that had garbage points. Matt Ryan was highly drafted, higher drafted than Wentz, or on an equal footing to Wentz. Um, we like both of them here in the Sausage Hut, America. Um, if you were listening to the program, Devonta Freeman is a guy I said you avoid like the plague for all the right reasons. If I'm not mistaken, Mr. Kabaza, he had zero, zero, zero fantasy points in week one. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. Um, <laughs> I expect... Uh, He's been underwhelming pre- for three years. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting the Falcons preseason to be over and the Eagles and the Falcons to be a fantastic, fantastic football game on Sunday night. I really do. And pound for pound, I'm saying Matt Ryan is rebounding with like a 30-point fantasy effort this week. Wow. Which means Carson Wentz is going to put up plus or minus 25 points. What do you say, Mr. Gabasa, for Mr. Wentz? Plus or minus 25 for Carson Wentz? Minus. All right. Um, I'm to understand Miles Sanders is going to get some love out of the Philadelphia backfield in your timeshare. I, uh, if you got, I had someone in our league uh, cut him. I have him on my pickup list. I did not draft him. May or may not be a good play. 
Um, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Zach Ertz. How many touchdowns between them? I don't, you're saying it's going to be a bit. You're saying this is going to be a shootout. I I I think so. You want to take the trifecta, or you want to give a couple uh, touchdowns to Ertz? No, I think I say week. Alshon. Yeah, Alshon's going to be left out in the cold. I'll tell you what. I watched some of that Philadelphia game. And people like to talk about these big tight ends, you know, blocking out with their body so the defender can't get near the ball. I'll tell you what, Alshon Jeffrey is faster than most guys, and he plays like a big tight end. Wow. I was impressed. I really was. Um, Zach Ertz got shut out last week, and for the same reasons a few other guys um, are high on my list, they've gotten on last week. Zach Ertz is going to get his this week. On the flip side, America, for the Atlanta Falcons, Hoopa drives the boat chief <laughs> you've been waiting all week to say that haven't you Mish? i know it i know it i know it <laughs> hooper drives the boat chief austin hooper was one of my fantasy football guys they laid on it um i almost took him in the 11th round i couldn't believe he was sitting there i'm taking both tight ends this week mr kabasa to have some supreme fantasy relevance i mean touchdowns over touchdowns big matt ryan is going to outscore carson wentz for all you daily players Julio, touchdown maker. Sanu, touchdown maker. Ridley might back into a touchdown. And I got Hoopa with a touchdown. That, quite frankly, that's a lot of math. And it's going to take 35 points to win this game. Wow. Can't tell you who's going to win. Our friends in Atlanta know who they want to win. And they're going to be having a good time on Sunday. Good time, good time. And it's a, Can't get it's no a... Chick-fil-A. They cannot get no Chick-fil-A at the stadium. <laughs> but they can. But they can enjoy a, a really good football game. And I think both teams are going to, it's going to be uh, an offensive uh, fantasy football bonanza for like the second or third game today to, or on the weekend is going to be a bonanza of points. Everyone, but the Devonte Freeman and America, I'm staying away from the running backs. Therefore it's the quarterbacks and the wide receivers with the tight ends to pick them. Go ahead. Have, have some fun. I can tell you more precisely, but where's the fun in that? Sunday night football. Where's the all beef? I want to know? All I want to know is all I want to know is will this game go to overtime? And I want to know right now, Mr. Kabasa, yes or no? It's going to overtime. Going overtime. Hell yeah, it is. America, it's going to overtime. America, America, you heard it here first. Stand Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Can we go? Uh, can we go across the yard here? Back into New Jersey, please. So everything else has been said and done, Mishy. Monday rolls around, and there's two teams that haven't played yet. Two desperate 0-1 teams that are going to light up the night on Monday Night Football at the main event at the Metal Our team going at it. Yeah, I can feel, I can feel my chest up and down in the anticipation of the excitement of the Cleveland Browns. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. At the New York Jets. In the Meadowlands, there's a zip code in Moonaki. I have no idea what it is. But they call it East Rutherford. There's no way that is East Rutherford because there's nothing but swamps between the actual city of East Rutherford and where the stadium is. However, if you go out the North parking lot and throw a football, you're in Moonaki. I have no idea what town that place is in. Huh. And, it, and much like the teams that play in that stadium, they're clueless. 
I'm a Jet fan and I'm disgusted, America. I am disgusted by the cluelessnessness that is my professional football team. I can't, you know, you know, there's there's a place in the world for Brown fans. There's a place in the world for teams that just don't play good for years and years and years. And my Jets fit right to bleep nicely in there. Every nine years, they get a blind squirrel and a coach who wins nine games. Fan bleep fantastic. The rest of the time, we're like, uh, we got to talk Jet football. Can we go play badminton? Yes, let's go play badminton. Mishy, we we circled this on we circled this day on the calendar a long time ago. You are you taking the limo? Yeah. Are you taking the limo or are you taking the plane? Yeah, I'm taking the well, I'm taking the chopper because it's such a pain in the ass to try to get out of that place, man. And there's nowhere else to go. You can't go hit a bar after the game for an hour and wait out the no, traffic. But we you have time. But we have time in the parking lot with a with you know gourmet gourmet food that was refrigerated. That's so it wonderful, spoil. wonderful before the game, but after the game, oh. No, after the game, we got a nightclub in New York City to go to. Who are we kidding? <laughs> Yeah, let's get the chopper. <laughs> we might see Le'Veon Bell. We might see Baker Mayfield at the place I'm going to take you after the game. Get to the oh chopper. <clears throat> Forget the chopper. We ordered a limo, go to Manhattan. We'll come back about 5 a.m., pick up you know, pick up the chopper, bring <laughs> Baker back to the motel, and, and everything will be cool. Um, fantasy football-wise, huge game for us in the pro game. Um, the Jet. I'm not trusting my Jets. Fantasy football-wise – Will this will this be a 24-28 game, or is this going to be a game in the teens? Or what do you see happening here this weekend? Okay. Impartial, partial. I don't care what point of view. You no, got. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a couple questions here, Mishy. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let me ask. You, let me ask. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Mishy. Sure. Le'Veon Bell, did he receive as many carries as he should have last week? Because I'm going to tell you, Nick Chubb did not receive as many carries as he should have last week. Le'Veon Bell was the best player on the field for the Jets on Sunday. Okay. The Jets' defense was nice. Fantasy football-wise, I like your Browns' defense. I like my Jets' defense. And that may tell us, you know, this might be another week before the fireworks come out and Baker mania goes off because I think both these defenses are pretty nice. And I think they got a lot to prove in that Buffalo game. um, I was impressed with both defenses. I was not impressed with the jets uh, execution. I don't think my jets have enough uh, talent at wide receiver with uh, Robbie Anderson, a little banged up. And the tight end who was, I don't know what the hell he was snorting, a Fedrin who got suspended for four games with some some sort of whatever he was suspended for. Cold medicine. Jameson, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I can't tell the difference. I don't, I take an aspirin like once a year. I'll Me take, too. I'll take like, I'll take uh, one of them little, um, like the smaller aspirin um, before I go do some exercise. Like they have like a mini one. It's like a half strength. The baby aspirin, but to thin out your blood. Yeah, something like it's supposedly good for your blood flow. And now that I'm 108 years old, I want to have my blood flow for another few years. So keep that baby aspirin going, America. You know, and when I do my little bit of exercise, I might pop an aspirin before I go. Before I go play basketball, I, I, I'll take one. Um, just because, um, you know, I've, I've done played a lot of sports and my body sometimes doesn't like me. 
Yeah. <laughs> another story for another time. Fantasy football-wise, Le'Veon Bell, how did Cleveland do against the run last week? Uh, well, they did okay for part of the time. <laughs> they All right, gave, so again, their defense so did not play a good game. I, I mean, they really, yeah they they gave up some big plays. Their fourth, they just didn't show up in the fourth quarter, and they were supposed to be really good. Okay, same same but different. The Jets played a great game offensively. They were they were not good. They got four turnovers and lost the football game. Um, that, my friends, is enough to make you pull whatever hair is on the top of your head out. Four turnovers, and you still lose the game on a missed kick. The Jets cut a kicker today, yesterday. A guy they traded for, a guy who's been traded like three times, some kid with a, a Norwegian name. I don't know what his name is, Volkamir or something like that. And there's going to be a brand-new kicker for the Jets. Um, they brought in Demarius Thomas at wide receiver. It's almost like they're desperate for talent now at wide receiver. And if either of these two defenses can play four quarters of football, it's going to be a tough ball game for either team or for both teams. In my humble opinion, I think Baker Mayfield is going to exploit the defensive secondary of the Jets. And I would think Landry and Beckham are touchdown makers this week which very well could open up the whole bag of beans for Nick Chubb to touch the ball 15 times, put up a buck 10, and at least a touchdown. Yes, I hate to be the one to say this, but the Bears, the Bears, hello, hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns are going to outscore my New York football Jets based on their offensive talent. And I believe it's going to be like a 28-20 game. Le'Veon Bell's going to get his. Jamison Crowder could score a touchdown. If you want to take a flyer on a Jet America, Jamison Crowder's your guy at wide receiver. But not yet with my Jets. The Jets in Cleveland um, early in the season is one thing. If the Jets were to play Cleveland in week 12, I think we might see a more high-powered, well-oiled machine on both ends. But here in week two, I think I think your Cleveland Browns um, – are going to come up victorious. What about the revenge factor, Michi? What about the revenge from last year's humiliating Thursday night coming out party for Baker Mayfield? I think that uh, the boys um, don't care. I think the fans care about that. Wow. It's a new season. I think the guys on the team don't care. Um, it's a new season, and they got to take care of their business. Looking backwards is no way to move forward when you're playing in the National Football League on game day. On game day. You look backwards, you do your homework, but on game day, you're looking straight ahead and looking forward and putting in work. And I believe Cleveland has a little bit more talent, has a lot more talent, and the wide receiver game and Baker Mayfield is going to be the difference. Plus or minus 27 points for Baker Mania again on Monday night. Minus. You're out of your mind. You're a Cleveland Brown fan. Plus or minus 17 fantasy points for Nick Chubb. 17. Um, plus. Big day for Nick Chubb. Big day for Nick Chubb. I can, I can see happen that happen. Odell Beckham, Javaris Landry. Touchdown makers, yes or no? I uh, have them as touchdown makers. I'm going to say one of them is, and we might see Odell getting frustrated by not getting the ball enough this week. 
I am. I'm, you know, the only way that's going to happen is if the Jets put pressure on Mayfield. And I believe that the exhibition time for the Browns is over on primetime. I believe that my Jets are not healthy enough nor proficient enough yet to, uh, to beat the Cleveland Browns. I can see Baker Mayfield throwing three touchdowns easily, 300 yards easily. Sam Darnold could throw two touchdowns and put up 300, point, 300 yards, but he's not going to. I like Le'Veon Bell. I love Nick Chubb in this game. You can't go wrong with Le'Veon Bell. If you got him, you have to play him. Robbie Anderson, you stay away from 100%. Crowder, if you want to take a flyer, but I believe, you know what? I think your options on the other side of the board in Landry and Beckham are better options, are better options than even Jameson Crowder. If you're playing PPR, find Crowder. He can get 11. He can pull an Edelman. Crowder can. He can get 11 catches in like 48 yards. Stupid. Stupid. And I don't know how people play PPR, but they do. Com- compared to l- last week, last year's week 17, last game of the year, compared to 2019, week two, are Jets fans more or less accepting of Sam Darnold than they were at the end of last year right now? Uh, we were very. Sam Darnold closed, closed the season pretty well. He, he skipped a couple games with injury, came back, played pretty well. There are some real expectations. Um, um, certainly because we're, you know, in the media, they call it the media capital. Let's just call it the hype center because we're in a house of hype over here and they have big expectations for Mr. Donald. However, um, I temper my expectations because I've been a lifelong jet fan and I know what expectations do to you. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you picked against them 17 times last year. <laughs> I, uh, I will pick it. I will. Well, you know what? You might be right. <laughs> You just might be right. What are the Jets going to do that nobody's going to expect this weekend? They are going to – this this is going to be a fight in the stands between Fireman Ed and a Cleveland Brown fan. (laughs) I'll take it. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, What are the Jets going to do? I'll tell you what. The Jets are going to do something. Their defense is okay. I I know that. But – then what they're going to do is allow the Cleveland Browns to have a celebration on home turf, and Odell Beckham is going to be mugging, mugging. Odell Beckham, I'll tell you what, Odell Beckham is going to be mugging so hard on his first touchdown that people will be throwing beer. And the problem with the Jets games, much like the problem with the Giant games coming up, is that the opposing team buys half the, half the stands. In Miami, half the people don't show up. In New Jersey, half the people are from another team uh, or rooting for the team from the other city. And it's sad. It's not a good commentary. It's not what happens in Seattle. It is not what happens in Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Cleveland, and any Dallas. Well, no, Dallas is more like us up here because they're fickle. And the home team doesn't have that big home home field advantage. And... I think that you're gonna, we're going to have a boatload of Brown fans mugging when Odell Beckham scored. You know what? Including Believe Land. I think Believe Land's going to the game. Well, he should call. He should have tickets for both of us. But, no, I have our tickets already. You know, I would love to sit in the club. All we're doing is sitting in the 50-yard line. We're up a little bit in the mid-tier. So, if it rains, we'll have some coverage, of course, because that's a smart move. In yeah, New that Jersey. is a smart We don't want to get soaking wet. And, but – 
if it's raining, we'll find out where Believe Land is. Maybe we'll go up there, you know, raid the sandwiches, you know, steal a couple beers because even though we can afford them free beer is free beer and then corporate types are not us and we'll drink their beer. And it's always better when you're stealing it from somebody. I was at a, uh, I was at a jet new England Patriot game sometime in December a few years ago and it was super cold, super, 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 super cold. It was so cold that the people at the vending areas around the stadium didn't care. They just take what you want. I'm not taking my hands out to touch your money. It's too cold. And I had three hot dogs, like four beers, and Seatown had about the same thing. And as, you know, the third quarter came around, we looked at each other. You go, no, that's not right. I said, it's right. They don't care. He said, he said, Michi, go over there and give him 50 bucks. Let him put him in their pocket. Came back. He said, you give him 50? I said, nah, I gave him 50 for me and 50 for you. Now give me 50 bucks, fucker. <laughs> and uh, he looked at me kind of funny. And, you know, he said, my hands are too cold to get it. I'll catch you later. And that's where it stayed. But we had a lot of fun. <laughs> and we made it this far, and you didn't even bring up Big Chief David and Joko because I took them from your lineup again. I got two guys from your lineup from last year, David and. You like da- that? What do you think about team. it? I saw a ball go right through his hands last week. <laughs> Just Did you really? A lot of balls go right through his hands, but let's hope you that doesn't saying, happen. You've been saying that about, about my man, the Big Chief. Yeah. I, 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 I like the Big Chief. I know he listens. <laughs> um, Mr. Kilbasa is a Big Chief fantasy football guy. Took him from Michi because Michi believes the hype and, and hashtag America's team and hashtag the Cleveland Browns. And what I'm telling everyone, put your love back on the train because Cleveland is going to win this game on Monday night. And it's going to be Baker's – I'm, I'm going to say it right now. No, it's not going to be Baker's best game as a pro. It's going to be a great Baker-Mayfield game. And it will not be a turnover. They're going to play clean. Preseason is now over in northern ohio and it's time to get down and play some football what's the weather report see there what's the weather report? i couldn't even tell you You know it's like a thousand days from now what's the weather report in new jersey in september it's gonna be beautiful good good you know 60 let's say 62 degrees breeze blowing everyone having a good time you know you'd be feeling cool put your shorts on bring a sweater because it might get a little nippy there at 11 30 in the parking lot but, oh, that's right. We know people in suites before we get to the helicopter, before we go to Manhattan for a celebration. You know, I'm telling you, where we're going after the game, we may just see Baker or, or Odell there. It's going yeah. to be nuts. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. And then we'll have we'll play this bit. We'll get him in the corner of a loud nightclub, give him my uh, – I got some very expensive headphones. And I'll put my, you know, nicer than then knuckleheads wearing – in all those pictures in the pregame. I got nicer ones than that. So I'll give to Odile. I'll say, Odile, check this. Please mark the time so we remember it. Nice game. Odell Beckham, two touchdowns. Javaris Landry, one touchdown. Baker Mayfield, plus 30 fantasy points. Wow. I'm going to say I'm going to say Cleveland scores at least 30 points in this game. At least 30 points. And the Jets will, Jets will be competitive enough to put up 24. And Le'Veon Bell... And Crowder and someone as yet undecided is going to be touchdown makers for the Jets. That's week two in fantasy football, buddy. Hey, oh, there you have it, America. You heard it here first. You don't need to listen to anybody else. 
We nope. got the Mishy, the Commissioner yep. of America, America's Commissioner, Johnny Kilbasa. The Johnny Kilbasa. So that's how it's going to go. I hope people had their crayons out. I hope people had their crayons out and took some notes. I challenge, I challenge anyone, I challenge anyone to put apples to apples and double check it. Because I double check myself, America. And I double check Mr. Kilbasa. Not for nothing. You know what's up. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Mr. Kilbasa, giving me an hour or so here on the ones and twos. Enjoy week two. Enjoy your fantasy football, everyone. We'll see you next week. Hey.